Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Lumos. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Shell Guys Radio. I'm your host, Ezra, a.k.a. Bill, also known as Sir Ezra the Watchful, History of Magic Professor, the Flannel Wizard, obviously. Yours truly, me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, and my wonderful co-host, and yours, Lottie, a.k.a. Fleur. Einen wunderschönen guten Tag. We are so happy you are here. Come on in and make yourself at home in our beautiful little cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth. This is episode number 50 of Shell Cottage Radio, and this week we will talk about chapter 3 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, The Night Bus. As always, we'll start with our cottage catch-up, train you and ourselves for future trivia nights, and do our best to learn more about magical and fantastic beasts. Can I say something say about it. the upcoming Harry Potter Say show? it and don't hold anything back. Okay. So I talked to my brother the other day, and it was great. He and I loved Harry Potter when we were growing up. Yes. Loved reading the books. Uh, my brother was mad at me one time when he got the first, second, third, and fourth book. And then the fifth book, for some reason, my grandma bought me for Christmas, and it was my book. And it was my favorite book to read because it was my first own Harry Potter book. And mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, yeah. why is it hers now? I have all four. I should have gotten it. And he was mad at me. Mm. But I was proud that I got the order. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so he always loved Harry Potter too. And I asked him, hey, what do you think? What do you think about the show news and everything? And told him that, we, I don't want to say we, I want to say I was a little tiny bit disappointed at first. Mm-hmm. But also I want to be blown away by the show i actually hope it's yeah. gonna be great and what he said really made me feel like yeah why not i mean a lot of people say there always should have been a tv show versus movies because there's no way you can put they did such a fantastic job with the movies but still there's so much missing that we would have loved to see and the character he said especially character development yeah the book readers we know all the characters how they develop we know Ginny and what actually happened to her and how she and harry got to over years develop their relationship and it just seems so awkward in the movies yeah same sometimes with cho and other characters that we don't really know they they all of a sudden show up and it sometimes doesn't make sense and i think that's a good point can't wait to see all our favorite characters and some side characters have a bigger part and Mm -hmm, develop mm -hmm. their roles and we really get to know them and their story and combined with what my brother said plus um something else i read about why wouldn't they if they they can stick to the books but what if they weave in some side stories that are not exactly the books but more taken from the wizardingworld.com mm-hmm. or other writings yeah, additional writings that she did so yeah 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 because jk rowling has, has has elaborated on yeah. different points that the fandom has been asking about you can take some of her tweets you can take some of the stuff that she read on pottermore um 
yeah, she's expanded stuff. And I, th- I remember them, I think in the original press release, they talked about there being expanded or additional scenes. Yes. And that is exactly why I wanted to read an email to you that we got Cool. Um, the other day. It's from Will Walton. Mm. Thank you, Will, for writing in. Hi, as in Lottie. Really enjoying the podcast and wanted to get your thoughts on some ideas I had relating to the HPTV show that's been announced. Firstly, do you think they will adapt only the core seven books or will they also bring in some things from the other canon material? The author's writings on Pottermore, uh, the ebooks and oh, the ebooks that she published a few years back. Could they even bring in things from the games like Hogwarts Legacy, Hogwarts Mystery and Wizards Unite? Second, if they decide to do additional shows alongside the main, a couple of things come to my mind. A Fantastic Beasts series done in the style of David Attenborough nature documentaries with voiceover from Newt Scamander. Quidditch Through the Ages done as a historical documentary series. A Tales of Beetle the Bard show. Hogwarts A History as a Historical Documentary. Finally, if it does well, maybe we'll get new versions of the Harry Potter video games using the likenesses from the show. They could even use lines of dialogue from the show or scenes from the show as cut scenes. They've already got a lot of the things they need in Hogwarts Legacy. Locations, spells, mechanics, creatures, ghosts, etc. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Regards, Will. Mm, thanks, Will. Thank you so much, Will. Okay, do you, can, uh, you want to go first on this or um, do you want me to go? Uh, well, I want to go, but I also I'm, I'm gonna be, no, I'm gonna you, be a gentleman. You, you, oh, no, you no, 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 I'm gonna be a gentleman. I'm gonna let you go. Okay, Will would no, want me to do that. Go. No, you okay. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, first of all, yes, video games. Yes, I, yes. I love the first couple of video games, so I would love to see what that's like with the technology we have now, and especially I'm seeing Hogwarts Legacy and thinking about. I know it's cool to have your freedom to make your own character, but I actually enjoyed also just playing Harry's story. Mm. And just a little quests and everything. So I would love to see that because I still want to go back and play the old games. But yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Second of all, <laughs> I think, I don't know, Will, but do you enjoy just documentaries in general? There's a lot of suggestions on documentaries, which is kind of cool. I think I, yeah. that's a very intriguing style to, to just pretend this is something in our history and they just do a documentary about it. That's mm-hmm. a brilliant idea, actually. Do I want all three of those as documentaries? Maybe. I always thought it was cool. Remember when the other day I told you Quidditch through the ages. You can take a lot from that, but build a series around the profe- like a professional Quidditch player. It doesn't have to be Ginny. It can be mm-hmm. just any. And then go follow that. Like almost like, you know how there is sports movies about cool, iconic oh, yeah. um, athletes? Yes. Like yeah, that yeah, would yeah. be so cool, right? And if you just build a universe around that a little bit. And, and, and you followed like an that. underdog story where in which they're like at the bottom of the league. But yes. Yet, you know, their, their star player comes back and they're they're like, I don't know. We can't. We can't and Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. He or she like rallies them yeah. and then boom. Yes. That would I be agree. sick. So yeah. that would be cool. I would love to see like Tales of Beetle the Bard. You can do, we um we just watched uh, Star Wars, like Tales of the Jedi, not just, but we watched it at some point. And yeah. it was great because it was little mini stories of different characters from, from the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that fits perfectly with Tales of Beetle the Bard. I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. And Hogwarts of History, always. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That would be cool as a documentary. I agree. Yeah, and if you think of all those different things, you, when you look at when, if you go to Disney Plus and you click on 
um, they've got their categories at the top. You can click on Star Wars. Yeah. Boom. You find all the things that you just mentioned there, um, okay. like your movies, your TV shows, all those different things. If you go to the new Max, you know, streaming thing and down mm-hmm. the line, five, six, seven, ten years, whenever, you know, this is all uh, coming out or done or if they want to do this uh, at the same time, you have the main series and you've got one through seven and then you've got your offshoots. So the, some of this, um, we talked about the Quidditch sports yep. show, yep. Uh, some of the documentary stuff here. Mm-hmm. Or I don't even know. Go back and redo Fantastic Beast or whatever. You could start to kind of build yeah. out your whole page on that new platform. Yeah. Where you click and it just Harry Potter or Wizarding World yes. and boom, it takes you there and you've got everything. I that see that was for me. I'm like, if you want to reboot this whole thing, mm-hmm. do it all. Yes. Do the whole daggone thing. Yeah. Leave these. These are priceless. The movies are wonderful. People will always go back to it. It inspired. It it, it made it what it is. Like the movies were coming out when the books were being written. Right. It was yeah. nuts. So, yeah, that's special and that's magical. But, I mean, we have an opportunity to go forward and in TV and in streaming, we can tell more of a story, yes. build the world out better. And I think it's a great idea. I, I like the I like the I like the Newt documentary where he's sort of like describing mm-hmm. a fantastic beast and, and telling you, you know, these these various things. So, yeah. And da- adapting his actual book more than the story, even though I want to see his story. And yeah, the whole Fantastic Beasts series <clears throat> at finished some yeah. at some point. But also, yeah, just covering his book by imagining, like, studying, really, what we try to do, you know, learning or more about beasts. He's out in the wild, yeah. right? It's kind of, um, oh my gosh, what's the famous guy? Yes. Steve Irwin. Yeah. Right, who was out yeah. there and he... The in Australian his, guy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's out there uh, with alligators and he's he's talking about all the different <laughs> creatures and, you know, here it is and he's all mm-hmm. excited and everything, but, you know, it, yet it's it's Newt. Um, seeing these fantastic beasts in their in their actual um, environments, you know. Yes, so, that would be, cool. be really cool. And I also like we when we started talking about this, uh, what you said about other canon material. Absolutely, I think they will do mainly the the seven books, but then I think they will weave in some some lore. Yeah. That would I mean, yeah. it's almost necessary. Yeah. To I just can't imagine. They just, they don't do anything else. I think there's a grander plan behind it. Mm-hmm. Grander, is that a word? <laughs> yes, it is. It's a grand plan. Yeah, grand yeah. planned. Yeah, I think cool, otherwise. we would do. It's what, it's what any common, pr- so. Yeah, it's common sense. <clears throat> I think you. a lot of people are like, <laughs> at first, at first, the, the one thing is, okay, they've said they're going to do this, but, and some people are like, oh, I don't know, why, why didn't you just do this? So common sense yeah. said either continue on with your movies and build out that that universe and tie it all back into the original characters and stuff mm-hmm. whatever i feel like there's a lot of um just to i don't know i feel like there's opportunity in and 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 just rebooting the whole thing moving forward with contracts people who want to work in this in this wizarding world because there's some there's some weird stuff with jk rowling going around and <clears throat> people not wanting to kind of work uh, or actors not coming back, it would be weird. It would be yeah. weird if some of them didn't want to come back and reprise their role, but then how do you write a story without that character and, and their actor coming back to portray them? Exactly. So yeah. I think mm-hmm. somebody mentioned, I've seen a few different uh, comments on our YouTube page, that's like, yeah, you're going to cast people who have contracts to not only work on the original seven, but then maybe even portray younger versions of themselves or older mm-hmm. ver- or whatever, and you're going to build out a whole new world. So Common yeah. Sense tells you this is the way if you're not going to do that stuff, then this is the way moving forward. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank you so much, Will. It was so good hearing from you. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. That's cool. That was really, awesome. that's, 
Any more of those thoughts, by the way, send them our way. We love to, if you have a different thought or take on the show, I'd love to hear it because yes, each week too. we're going to be, you know, kind of speculating, hoping for more news and more drops and <laughs> casting rumors and whatnot. Oh, so, yeah, that will be exciting. Yeah. Okay, okay. Anything Anything else? Uh, how, are, how are you doing, sweetie? Uh, well, hopefully, if, if you probably heard, um, my voice is a little different. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, just had to clear my throat there. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. It's crazy. So tired of it. Cannot wait for the summer. I'm yeah. taking my zinc. I'm taking my vitamin C. Um, have no clue. I think it's because I read test one-on-one to kids, face-to-face. Mm-hmm. They're breathing on me, and they're sneezing, coughing. And it's like, Jamie. Yeah. That's so, tough as a school teacher. Yeah, it's just... Doctors have told you. that's It's not just you, but it's after yeah. COVID, after we've been wearing the masks for so long, our bodies haven't really been exposed to anything to that extent and, and now it's all coming at you yeah at so the same time sorry about that friends and that's sort of <laughs> one of the reasons our, our recording was delayed um i thought it had you know uh, just i had all sorts of stuff going on there for yeah. a second so yeah recovering yep. um but yeah other than that i mean that's it's just been the craziness of the end of the school year as well as the sickness you had some school stuff going on too that we were working through and yeah. it's all done so yes I'm I'm very happy. I can't wait. I want to hustle for the last three weeks of school and then have a great summer. Yeah. So. And we're ooh. going to LeakyCon. We're going to LeakyCon. And also we want to make an announcement too, don't we, about our upcoming uh, Patreon hangout? Yes. Yes. Last day of school, May 26th. It's a Friday. Mm-hmm. So if you want to come and join us, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is when we'll pop on here and we'll send the link on Patreon. Yeah. And I already wrote on um, on Patreon, depending on how many we are, we can weave in some uh, trivia or some. we just play Hogwarts Legacy together. Don't scare have, people away. Drawing competitions, a round of would you rather. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Get some butterbeers flowing. No, please. Yeah. We, we can't wait to hang out with you guys and just uh, celebrate the end of the hmm. school year with you. Also, yeah, so this time we're doing a Friday, but then I think in the future we're going to do a Saturday where we can get some of our international folk in there, too. Yes, absolutely. So that'd just be, throwing that out there. Um, that'd be awesome. I know what that's like because this young lady <laughs> is international over here. I mean, here. I stayed up until midnight to talk to you, but I don't I don't expect our patrons, yeah. our patrons to do well, that. Well, you know how those Europeans are. They're wild, right? They're out till all hours of the night anyway. We know that in America. Yeah, we get it, you got to so. wait for the first bus. Common sense, you got to stay until 4 five in the morning that's crazy <laughs> guys i was in germany and i'm not kidding you i couldn't go to sleep one night because the club was thumping. <laughs> they were absolutely thumping until three or four in the morning i was like what aren't they shut down at two because we shut them down here at two crazy sorry i just proof in the pudding right no, there i, I mentioned pro- clubs and lot falls pro- apart no i was i, I felt like uh barty crouch jr for a second <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> that's why i have to get a visual for the podcast Sorry. you guys can see the silliness <laughs> that was ridiculous okay okay all right my dear are you ready for some trivia training uh yes are you ready for some okay yeah okay always all right i'll let you go first okay Oh, that's such a gentleman here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I um uh, I've been trying to find questions that kind of fit the chapter, so you also have a chance if you read the chapter yeah. to actually answer them. <laughs> Number one, where does the night buzz buzz go <laughs> back to right after they pick up Harry from Little Winging? 
I know this one. Because I have this uh, all queued up for our, our theory. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Good. They go for, first to a little place. Do I have it up here? Yeah, they first go to Wales, and then they go yeah. to Aber... Yeah, it's hard to pronounce. Aber, Abergavenny? Mm-hmm. Aberg- Abergavenny? I, yeah. got, I, I count somewhere in Wales as an answer. And that was pretty wild to me. I never remember reading that. They, they yeah. jumped from somewhere in England, near London. Right. To somewhere in Wales, boom. To Wales, and then by the way, so from Wales to that Abergavenny, mm-hmm. however you say it. Sorry, um, it is an hour and fifty minutes by normal bus. Oh wow! Hour and fifty. They there get there. You, you want to know how long it takes them to get there? One minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk more about the night buzz. Yeah. Do Later. I say it wrong? I always say buzz. The night, night buzz. Bu- <laughs> we're gonna talk about that night buzz. Uh, <laughs> Again, oh the old uh, German club it's coming so back. It's so funny how aware I am now of my pronunciation, and now I always thought it, it sounds fine. But you, you Listen, learn from little school kids when they laugh at you for for some things that you say. Can you please tell your middle school kids um, this coming week that I am the? Go ahead and say it for me. Um, what's the club that I run? That I, I run at uh, at the high school. I run a club on Mondays. Oh yeah, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what's it called? <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons. You said it good. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons. Dungeons. <laughs> Heading down to the dungeons. Anyway, sorry. Dungeons and Dragons. <clears throat> I think it's cute. So, because there's a G in there, why wouldn't you say dungeon? I don't know. Okay. We just don't say it. Well. Anyway. Uh. All right. Yeah. Next. Next question. What do you got? Uh. Yeah. What is? Okay. This is not. 100% from this chapter. But what is the name of the magical game mostly po- mostly popular amongst wizarding children similar to the muggle game of marbles? Hogwarts even has a club for this. Oh, uh, really? Uh, is it yeah. exploding snaps? Oh, uh, no. No, mm-hmm. that's just a thing that happens, right? Uh, what are those? I don't know. I don't know. Do you remember? I don't know. I don't, no. I don't know if it's how often it's mentioned in the book, but I'm pretty sure it it's was. It's a club or something? They have a club. Let's see if you've ever heard of it. Okay. Wizard Marbles? Yeah, it's just a name for it. It's pre- pretty much like... What's just, it called? Okay, it's called Gobstones. 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 I knew that. The Gobstone Club. I and knew that. Gobstones is, like I said, similar to um, just a game of marbles. The principal difference being that every time a point was con- conceded, the winning stone squirted a foul-smelling liquid into the loser's face. Whoa. <laughs> Players started the game with 15 small round gobstones each. Gobstones are so- sold in sets of 30, and the winner had to capture all of his opponent's stones. Though most commonly, as the name implied, made of stone, gobstones also could be made of precious metals. Huh. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, have you ever played marbles with, um, as a kid, like with marbles? Not real. I played with marbles. I'm yeah. not so sure I was playing marbles. Um, yeah. I, we were just—I don't know what we were doing with them. Okay, throwing them. I can tell playing you. them against each other. I yeah. can tell you what my brother and I um, did with. We build. Do you know Jenga? Yeah. And we use Jenga blocks yeah. to build almost like a track for them. And oh then yeah. We would, like. Have books stacked up and then have that go down. Yeah, let them roll. Just yeah. let the marble roll. Like a roller coaster kind of thing? Yes, like, track? Yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh my God, it was so much fun. Yeah. I never knew until I actually played a game of Jenga that those are not like building blocks for 
Yeah, right. We used to do a thing where you had all these like little um, straws. I think my sister Sarah still has the game, and you would you would drop marbles down in this thing, and they would all kind of catch in these different straws. Yeah, and you would pull straws out, and you were trying to collect as many straws or mar- I forget how it worked, but it was a it was kind of a crazy almost like Jenga, but mm-hmm. it was with marbles, and you're pulling these things out out of a tube. Okay, and yeah, that's either, cool. Either, it was either you collect the most straws, you collect the most marbles. I can't remember, but kind yeah. Cool. yeah. But how you actually play marbles, I don't know. I think my dad played marbles, and I think you're supposed to like sh- you can put them in a thing, and you're trying to knock the other person's marble out of the right. Ring. Yes. So classic game is you have to knock seven gobstones out of the circle before your opponent did. So you okay. have circles, and you have to knock them out of there. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, and a uh, question of the chapter. It's a review question. Yeah, I think it's a re- double review question. <laughs> it's a double review I question. I don't remember of course. it. How much does a ticket for the night bus from Surrey to London cost? 11 sickles. 12. That is true. 11 sickles. <laughs> I said 11. I, I, are you sure? You want to log? I said 11. Log- <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's 11 sickles for just the ticket, right? Yeah. But I want to clarify, last time, the last couple of times we asked this question, there's always confusion. Is it 13, F-I-R, does it stand for 13 or 14? Because it's F-I-R in the book 13, right? It's 13. So this is stands, accent, um, and it's 13. Yeah, for F-I-R stands for 13. Uh-huh. That's why some. That's why some online resources said both 14 and 13 and what i did then was i pulled up the german word version what's it say 13 it says 13 which is 13 just so you guys know okay because i'm fluent in german yep all right (laughs) so we have 13 sickles for a ticket and hot chocolate which is what harry got and then 15 sickles for an additional hot water bottle and And you get a toothbrush of your color of choice yes of choice Exactly. Yeah, whatever, whatever color you want. Sorry, so I was trying to say. Yeah, is is that toothbrush uh, new? Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. My <laughs> goodness gracious. Um, all right, question for you. Ready? Mm-hmm. Turn the tables here. Um, so, the driver and conductor. Their names are Ernest and Stanley, right? Or Ernie or St- and, and Stan. Yeah. Um, who are they named after? Who are they named? After? Who are they named after? I have no shot, clue. Shot in the dark here. Anybody know? That's probably know? something that I, I don't know because of no, the... No one would know this. This is just sort of one of those random... Wait, is it random... something within the Harry Potter universe Mm-mm. or outside? No. Ern... J.K. Rowling named these characters for a particular reason. And Ernie she's... and Bert? No, 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 no. She It's, just, it's just more It's more of her family. It's just a family connection. Oh, so. okay. They are named after her two grandfathers. Oh. So she had a, a, a grandfather named Ernie, or Ernest and a grandfather named Stanley. That's cute. So That's Stan like, and and so he, you imagine he, the bickering of the kind of like the like two old men gossiping yes. on on like a bus. That's you know? awesome. Even though Stan is is Younger. described as like 18, 19 yeah. years old, but you know what stuck out to me was that she he introduced himself as Stan, but that at some point it says Stanley turned the page on the newspaper. Right. They want to get the full so st- that was Stanley. Ca- yes, yeah, I yeah. thought that was. Yeah. Now I know why. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sweetheart. You're welcome. Okay, dokie. Ready for a good old Magizoology lesson? Yes. What? You rescue these creatures? Yes, that's right. Rescue, nurture, and protect them. I'm, I'm gently trying to educate my fellow wizards about them. Come on. A number between four and seventy-nine. 
79. 18. 18. 13, 17, 18. Oh, the doxy. I feel like we did talk about the doxy before. But let me go down here. Give me go. Yep, number 24 was the doxy. We already talked about the doxy. So give me another number. 24. So on page 24, we have different dragons because the dragon has a, like an extra entry. But the next beast, I have never heard of this one. Okay. Okay, I'm going to spell it for you. D-U-G-B-O-G. Dog bog. The dog bog. Okay. Uh, classification, three X's. The Dugbog is a marsh-dwelling creature found in Europe and North and South America. It resembles a piece of dead wood while stationary, though closer examination will reveal fine paws and very sharp teeth. It glides and slithers through marshland, feeding mainly on small mammals, and will do severe injury to the ankles of human walkers. The Dugbog's Favorite food, however, is mandrake. Mandrake growers have been known to seize the leaves of one of their prize plants only to find a bloody mangled mess below owing to the attentions of a dug bog. Okay. Wow. That is... I have never heard of this beast. This is so interesting, though. Looks like they, looks like if you look them up um, from the video game where yeah. is where you see them first. Okay. Uh, so that's for the Goblet of Fire uh, video game and they've got like mushrooms growing on their mm -hmm. back they've got like a little okay yeah little wild looking um nasty looking things actually i'm not i'm not a fan not a fan so that already answers the question yeah. would you want to have a friend one not really they seem a little i guess they're first mentioned um in the series during harry potter and the half-blood prince it says they're mm -hmm. mentioned only they appeared in the harry potter and the goblet of fire video game this is what i wonder sometimes like is mm -hmm. like is is it mentioned there and then they just made the video game and so it's mentioned and they decide to to pull that one name in and make it there? I don't know. It's first appearance, though. Fantastic Beast. In it was mentioned in the newspaper. That's kind of cool. Huh. Yeah. I guess like they probably draw some inspiration from, from the other canon books when they make the video games, I would think, to just give you more. Yeah. During the 1990-1991 school year at Hogwarts, Professor Kettleburn taught seventh year students about... Uh, Doug Boggs in Care of Magical Creatures. Oh, okay, so that's Hogwarts Mystery, yeah. So it says that uh, Barty Crouch Jr. disguised as Moody taught the trio how to handle aggressive Doug Boggs in extracurricular defense against the <laughs> dark arts classes in 94-95. Oh, okay. Um, there and you that go. is cool. from the video game. Okay. It's from the video game. See, I love that when they do that. And you, I mean, you experience that too with the Star Wars games. We actually get canon from the Star Wars games. Just information about mm -hmm. canon, right? So that's kind of cool. Um, not a fan. I agree. I would not want to go near these things. But um, I'm sure they do have some potion potion and yeah, stuff sure. like that. So, I mean. Poor, they, poor things. I was going to say, it's not their fault. You know, they're born like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> <This is> ridiculous. <laughs> All right. I mean, we learned something new. That's hey. for sure. There you go, friends. Never forget the Doug Bog. All right. I always want to say Dung Bomb. I know, me too. <laughs> it's a Doug Bog. Yeah. You dug a bog. <laughs> and you dug a bog, and when you when you dug it, you found a Doug Bog. <laughs> there you go. Okay. 
going to read the summary for us and then we can dive into the chapter like a dug bog. Chapter three, the night buzz. I say buzz. I can't stop. Chapter three, the night buzz. Bus. Bus. If you guys aren't bus. on the night bus, getting a night buzz, then I'm not so sure what you're up to. <laughs> Chapter three, the night bus. Harry's on the run after he lost his temper and inflated his Aunt Marge. Now he's alone on the dark roads of Little Whinging, stranded and worried because he broke the decree of underage wizardry. He has only a small amount of wizard money, and there's no way to contact any of his friends. Desperate for any kind of solution to his current situation, Harry concludes he might as well just use more magic to escape. He could fly himself and his trunk to London under the invisibility cloak and get more money out of Gringotts to live a life as an outcast. Just when he opens up his trunk to search for the cloak, Harry gets a shuddering feeling that he is being watched. There is something in the gap between the garage and the fence behind him. He holds out his wand to cast Lumos and can make out a large silhouette with two gleaming eyes staring at him. Harry is so baffled that he falls backwards, and suddenly a purple triple-decker appears on the road with a loud bang. Golden letters on the vehicle inform Harry that this is the night bus. A conductor in a purple uniform greets Harry and introduces himself as Stan Shunpike. Harry takes one last look at the fence, but the giant dog-like creature is gone. With the Ministry probably already looking for him, Harry gets an uneasy feeling that the conductor might spot his scar, and he carefully hides it under his hair. Stan asks him for his name, and Harry tells him that he's Neville Longbottom. After he pays for a ticket to London, Stan helps him secure his belongings under one of the beds and introduces him to Ernie, the driver. Ern takes her away, and in the next moment, the night bus starts moving with such immense speed that Harry is thrown back onto the bed. Despite its speed and Ernie's inaccurate driving style, the bus never hits anything as objects on the roads and pavements keep jumping out of the way. The bus stops when they drop off a passenger in Abergavenny. The witch who is getting off the bus is very green in the face and traveling 100 miles at a time doesn't seem to be very agreeable with human stomachs. The night bus takes off again and Harry watches Stan unfold a copy of the Daily Prophet. He recognizes the face on the front page photograph from the Muggle News. It is Sirius Black. The article states that Black, a dangerous mass murderer who's escaped Azkaban, is still on the run. Stan, who has watched Harry read, explains that Black is said to be very close to you-know-who and that he murdered 13 people with a single curse. They put him in prison for it, but he's the first wizard who managed to escape from Azkaban. Harry feels even more nervous now. Was blowing up your aunt bad enough to be sent to Azkaban? The bus keeps moving and drops off wizard and witches one by one all over the UK until Harry is the only passenger left. Finally, the bus comes to a halt in front of the leaky cauldron. When Harry gets off the night bus, his worst fear becomes true, and he runs directly into the arms of Cornelius Fudge, the Minister of Magic himself. Ernie and Stan are very excited at the sight of the Minister, and once Fudge tells them that this is Harry Potter and not Neville, whom they just drove to London, they gleefully carry his suitcase inside, eager to hear more. But Fudge, too exhausted to deal with the nosy bus personnel, requests a private parlor to talk to Harry alone. The Minister is relieved to see Harry safe and sound, and explains that Aunt Marge has already been fixed and obliviated by Ministry staff. No harm done. Harry is in disbelief. He broke the law, and the Ministry had already warned him last year, after Dobby had made the pudding hover, that any more magic at his house would lead to his expulsion. Fudge nervously waves off Harry's objections. He makes vague excuses about changing circumstances in the current climate that need to be taken into account. And surely Harry doesn't want to be expelled, right? 
So the minister walks out the parlor to secure a room for Harry in the leaky cauldron for the next two weeks. When he returns with Tom, the innkeeper, he asks Harry not to wander off and keep to Diagon Alley during his stay. Tom would keep an eye on him. This makes Harry curious, and he wants to know if Fudge has had any luck catching Black yet. Shuddering, Fudge assures him that it will only be a matter of time as the Azkaban guards are angrier than ever. Right when the minister begins to say his farewell, Harry has a sudden idea, and he asks Cornelius Fudge to sign his permission slip for Hogsmeade. The minister refuses politely. Rules are rules, and in fact, it would be best if Harry does not leave the school grounds next year. With that, Fudge shakes Harry's hand goodbye and leaves. Tom takes Harry up to his room. Inside the bedroom, perched on top of the wardrobe, Hedwig is already waiting for a friend and owner. Exhausted, Harry collapses on the large, comfortable bed. Before he falls asleep, he reflects on the events of the past couple of hours. Hard to believe he was not expelled, not even punished, and he's now facing two completely Dursley-free weeks in Diagon Alley. What a ride. <laughs> Truly. What a ride. Oh, the night buzz. Ooh, man, that hot, something's in that hot chocolate they're <laughs> no. drinking. Well, Harry, ne- Harry never got his hot chocolate. Thank really. goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness, because Ernie and Stan are, are sipping on it, and it's just like... I know. What what do they have in there? Some, I mean, it's the same thing Hagrid's drinking there at Christmas. <laughs> Probably. It, I mean, yeah, these guys are wild. And I love that they just kind of, the, the banter that goes back and forth. So the night bus is a crazy thing. And when it shows mm-hmm. up, I feel like it's just... um. It's one of those objects that you're like, what is this thing? And it's so, what's fun about the Harry Potter series is is things like this that, that, that crop up and they're just another piece of the world yeah. that has rules, that doesn't have rules, that's somewhat explained, it's not right. entirely explained, it seems a little silly, seems a little crazy, and you went on a silly bus ride. And for yeah. kids, you're like, that's kind of funny. I loved it. I loved when I first read about the night buzz. Gosh, I I remember when we were walking around Orlando, the park. Yeah, yes. And there is the life-size night bus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It looks so awesome. And I loved seeing it and actually peeking inside, seeing all the beds in there. And there was a conductor. Yeah. And he was so nice. Everyone took photos with him. So that was one of the best, I think, attractions that were not, not a ride, not a shop. But I... I really think that was a great idea. Right, right. Kind of an actor there just doing yeah, Yeah. yeah. And you said the night bus is, we don't really know how it works and why. Mm-hmm. We have that because we think, okay, we have brooms, we have flu powder, we have apparition, we have so many different types of transportation. Why do we need the night bus? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I like the idea of it being something for lost individuals who need mm-hmm. help. Yeah. And Harry for sure needed help in that moment. Anything was better than going back to the Dursleys right now. Yeah, he even yeah. considered using more magic, getting himself more in trouble, and just go live a life as an outcast right. rather than going back facing the Dursleys right now. And that was kind of crazy. Yeah, he says, so there was a little bit of wizard gold in uh, in the money bag at the bottom of his trunk, <laughs> but the rest of the fortune was at uh, Gringotts. Right. So he was contemplating... Could he drag his trunk all the way there? What was he going to do? He looked down at his wand. He's thinking, you know what? I could probably charm this trunk to be as light as a feather, put it on the back of my broom, and Hedwig could, you know, she could fly on a head or whatever. Oh, she's not there. 
Oh, she shows up later. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have Hedwig right now because... Right. Yeah, right. she went to find Hermione, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so anyways, he could get to uh, Gringotts or wherever, go get his money, and right. then off he goes, just gallivanting around. And this know, is the first side. time where I really wondered, where is Little Wingen located? Because he said he could hardly drag his trunk all the way to London. And I was curious how far away from London is Surrey. So Surrey is like a county, I guess. So okay. if you lo- I looked it up on Google Maps because Surrey is real. Little Wingen is a... Fictitious. Fictitious. <laughs> a fictitious. Uh, fiction. Fictionish. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's fake. Yeah. <laughs> fictional, fake. fictional place. Uh, Surrey is real. And if you look at the map, Surrey is a county just southwest of Greater London. So according to Google Maps, it would be in about 30 minutes train ride. Walking, though, would be would take you approximately nine hours. Whoa. That's if you don't stop, right? And I was like, so technically he could have walked to London is what the Germans would say. Yeah. <laughs> technically. No, I, I, when he said that, I literally thought, okay, it's going to take him like five days to walk to London. Mm-hmm. But it was not that far away. Uh, so flying a broomstick... Would probably take like only probably 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Even though I think riding a broomstick while holding the invisibility cloak over yourself and the trunk. And then the broom flying and you have all the wind. That doesn't sound like an easy thing. No, it was either. a good idea. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. not a good idea. So he, but he, he was actually going to do it. Or at least tr- attempting it. Because he was searching in his trunk for his invisibility cloak. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, really what he could have done is he could have just left the trunk and hid it somewhere, right? Yeah. Find, find a good hiding space, take off, so. go get the money, come back, and then yeah. but then what do you do with your trunk? You got to figure out something. Yeah. So, yeah. It would be great to have one of those uh, purses that Hermione has later on. Yeah. Also, would the wizarding thing. world continue to let him, being, being an underage wizard, um, how do they track that he's using magic? Oh, that's, you know, oh, is it is it just there question, at yeah. Privet Drive, or is it is it something that uh, as he continued throughout the countryside as an outcast, would they oh, kind of always know where he's at? You because know? he's using magic. I. He's got the trace on him. Yes, I think so. So. Yeah. Uh, just interesting because we we thought like well they didn't quite understand that it was Dobby, right? No, in, yeah, in that's last kind book. of odd. They it's they just, just assume, a place, yeah. Yeah, they assume the location and like, oh, mm-hmm. that's not a wizarding home. So that's where we were like, I wonder how maybe if Ron and, and the Weasleys got away mm-hmm. with it because Molly and Arthur are doing magic. So can they distinguish between oh, magic done good point. at their house? I think that's yeah. a little plot hole. Yeah, probably. Because Yeah, you're right. Because Molly and Arthur do, probably do it all the time. I mean, <laughs> do magic all the time. Holy... <laughs> somebody's on the night buzz <laughs> they do magic all the time 
but if he's if they say the trace is on him, yeah, that doesn't really make sense with Dobby because if yeah. he goes somewhere else, if the trace is only on Perfect Drive, he could go to Mrs. Fig and right. just do but magic there. Later with the Patronuses, um, he he's not near his home. No, yeah, that's why the trace is on him. Yeah, and that's why Dobby's. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah, so it's not on the location. Sense. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. Or they were, I mean, probably maybe someone wasn't really checking that well. You know, they were just like, yeah, it has to be Harry. There's yeah. no one else who can do it. How does the trace work? Are the babies born and then, like, the wizard babies are born and Harry, they set the doctor's office or wherever, who, some, you know, midwife, whatever, takes the wand out and says, Abraca Trace. And they <laughs> put the trace on the child. You know what I mean? Because um, what if you didn't? What if you chose to be unregistered? You weren't registered with the government, therefore yeah. you're untraceable. What you're if you off have a the home books. Birth and you're like, no. Nope, maybe it's law. Maybe it's law that you have to register. You maybe know, you have to send a send a blood sample to the ministry. And yeah. Wow, that's kind of crazy. That's why I'm saying. That's why we talked last time. We talked about the decree of underage wizardry, and it is really crazy that they can't do anything outside of school. I mean, they are at school most of the time, but what about homeschool? Is there any homeschool kids? Can they, you probably get special permission that you can do some magic for educational purposes and under the supervision of your parents or guardians. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's mm-hmm. crazy because in Hogwarts Legacy, a uh, little bit of a spoiler here, you start to see individuals who transfer into Hogwarts because their parents move around. And right. so there is some leeway on how you want to educate your witcher wizard yeah absolutely Student, so, so yes so um back to little winjin so harry he just tries to get his some kind of solution he's desperate right so but then while he's looking for the cloak there's a funny prickling on the back of his neck that makes him feel like he's being watched and i'm like have you ever experienced a feeling like that before because I always think yes. When I feel like I'm being watched, it's just myself. It's just my own head. I'm just nervous oh. about being in a dark alleyway, but not really. No one's actually watching me. I feel. I feel like I don't know. The prickling in your neck that someone's looking at you. Yeah. So this Have actually you experienced this. This actually happened to me last night. Huh? Yeah. I. 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 So I snuck down the stairs. I come around the corner and I go to the fridge and I start to open it up, right? So that way I can get in there and get some snacks and some yummies. You went to the fridge And I had a prickling on the back. I turn around and you have, you were sleepwalking, coming down the stairs, eyeballing me, wondering what I was doing in there, trying to get a midnight snack. And so I just can't win around here. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I have, everyone's had that, I think, where you're, you think you're being watched and you look and you're like, whoa, what was that? And there's nothing, you know? I feel like it's always just my mind playing tricks on me and I'm just nervous. Remember earlier when I thought I saw some black, like, shape thing come um, in front of the window and I was like, I was like, was that, what was that? I said, like, what was that? Remember that? I know. And I thought it was a Insect, bug, a rat. Insect, bug, rat, oh. rat. People were like, you guys have rats. <laughs> yes we have a pet we have a couple pet rats okay sorry um no it it was out the window must have been out the window bird or something flew by shadow who knows yeah we learned i mean this is scary because it's he says it's a huge dog it's not even like a wolf 
because wolves are pretty big, but I, th- I I imagine it's a huge dog, not like fluffy, but kind of like in between normal dog and fluffy. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it's really big and way bigger than the the black dog they used for um the movies. Yeah. What if it was like Tiffany's dog? Oh, that like would that, be a cute like dog, the, though. Like the poodle. Oh, my goodness. Kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah, with Labra the big poodle. eyes. And yeah. they were not gleaming, but just like friendly black Fozzie. eyes. Oh, my goodness. Fozzie bear. Oh, my gosh. That would be kind of cute. That would not. I mean. See, Sirius, why didn't you become like a nicer dog? Why did you have to be Yeah, why do you look all scary? I don't know. Well, he probably wanted to scare people away from the shrieking shack so no one would find out about mm-hmm, Remus. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And so is is he, by the way, is he coming up here just to check on, on Harry? Is he in the area to check on Harry? Uh, for sure, yes. Right? Because he's... Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So he's there checking on his godson. That is the first time he has a chance to... Yes. Crazy, right? He's on the run. Where does he go? I he's wonder near. how he figured out where he lives. Because they, I don't know, they probably don't write harry's address in the mm-hmm. daily prophet Mm-mm. Mm-mm. how did Sirius figure is it no didn't he say it later i think in the book we will get an explanation where he went after he broke uh free from azkaban yeah but yeah so he that's definitely him checking on him it's and cool though staying away but he almost i mean he would love to reach out to harry and just tell him everything you know so close yeah but he has a revenge mission to complete first yeah true true so he's gonna go do that now, enter one of our favorite characters, Stan, Shunpike. Stanley. Yeah. yeah. This guy is, I just think his accent's funny. They do a great <laughs> job in the movie. Yes, uh, he did. What you yeah. looking at? Yeah. What you fall over for? It's just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to, you know, even understand him. It's just a thick I accent. Know. But he's a silly guy and he is, uh, he's definitely somebody who wants to, to brag and boast he's into gossip he's got oh yeah he's, he's got all these witches mm-hmm. and wizards popping in on the night bus and it's like yeah. oh what were you up to i know tonight huh <laughs> where wh- the leaky cauldron huh okay. again come yeah. on <laughs> all right Ern. yeah what do you think of ernie the driver he doesn't say much but it's like yeah he's also really he's got cool focus yeah he's got focus oh, i love the, the glasses <laughs> yeah well i love the glasses that he's wearing they're just absolutely massive thick Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get trying to get focused in there, so it's crazy because there there are no seats on this thing. It's literally designed for the night. It is designed to yes, true. Make sure that it's not running during the day. I feel like no, right? Not re- oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't I don't think it is. I think it's really just there for the stranded witcher wizard, um, <sighs> and it's at night. Someone and I was gonna say, I'm gonna save my thoughts and theories. Yeah. I have a lot I could say about the night bus right now, but we're going to save it for our Harry Potter hangout section. So after this episode, mm-hmm. be sure you check that out. And there's a theory as to why the, what is the connecting thing to all of these witches and wizards that, uh-huh. that pop on this oh, okay. bus. Yeah. yeah. Where are they all picked up from and what, what activity are they engaging in prior <laughs> <Okay>. to, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it seems a little obvious. I'll go ahead and tell you, it's they've had too much butterbeer. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is for sure. You can't apparate. You can't the like maybe that uh, particular spot pub didn't have a connection to the flu network, whatever it might be. Where oh, the party continues, continues on the night bus. Oh my gosh, possibly. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think though. Like most people are good. It's just such a yeah. It's such a mystery as to like how. So one of the questions is like, how does somebody hold up their hand? Let's say Harry's, you know signaling yeah. for it and then you signal for it at the exact same time 
Who who does it go pick up first? I guess the one that's the one that's closest, and then closest. go to the uh-huh. next one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because okay. it doesn't really take long, no matter where it's at. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah, it goes all over the UK, even to Wales. Let's mm-hmm. be boring. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, we save that for the conversation about the night bus. But just a question: How does it does it apparate? And if it apparates, why does it even drive? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I have a little mini theory on that. So. Me too. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Stay tuned for the stay, next episode. Stay tuned, guys. So back to Neville Longbottom. Oh, yeah, uh, Harry. Why do you think, as you say, Neville Longbottom? Why not Ron Weasley yeah. or something, you know? Is it because... Dudley. Even, Dudley. I mean, Dudley yeah. would never... No one knows Dudley, right? So. Right. Why does Neville pop into his mind? They're connected. I mean, they're they're both... Uh, could have been yeah. marked, I guess, if you will, by the, yeah, dark, almost, by the dark Lord. Almost like a... Yeah, it underlying connection that harry doesn't really isn't really aware of yeah that he has with neville i guess Voldemort had to choose between them i know and maybe he thought okay ron weasley he knows that's a big family maybe it's too obvious he everyone might kind of kind of knows that the weasleys are redheads right well and and even neville yeah it's true also neville uh his parents so he's he's really just attended only by his uh grandma Mm. his parents um are at saint mungo's so, so yeah, there. I mean, it, may, it would make sense why maybe a character like him uh, might be on the run or might be in in trouble. Is not well supervised or something. Um, but yeah, he uh, pretends to be Neville for a while because he doesn't want to be found. <laughs> He's so paranoid. It's crazy. Okay, so Harry feels a little uneasy to the stomach because the bus is jumping a hundred miles at a time. But the most significant thing that happens is he sees Stan reading the newspaper. And he sees the same face that he saw on the Muggle News, Sirius Black. And I just want to read the article real quick. Mm-hmm. It says, Black still at large. Sirius Black, possibly the most infamous prisoner ever to be held in Azkaban Fortress, is still eluding capture, the Ministry of Magic confirmed today. We are doing all we can to recapture Black, said the Minister of Magic, Cornelius Fudge. This morning, and we, uh, this morning, and we beg the magical community to remain calm. Fudge has been criticized by some members of the International Federation of Warlocks for informing the Muggle Prime Minister of the crisis. Well, really, I had to, don't you know, said an irritable Fudge. Black is mad. He's a danger to anyone who crosses him, magic or Muggle. I have the Prime Minister's assurance that he will not breathe a word of Black's true identity to anyone. And let's face it, who would believe him if he did? While Muggles have been told that Black is carrying a gun a kind of metal wand that muggles use to kill each other, the magical community lives in fear of a massacre like that of 12 years ago when Black murdered 13 people with a single curse. Yeah. There you go. That's their first impression of your godfather, Harry. Yeah. Um, so, you know what's most interesting about that on a reread and looking mm-hmm. back at it? Yeah. Is that that wasn't serious, but it was Peter Pettigrew. Yeah. How, pow- how powerful. That's what I was thinking. He killed 13 people. Crazy. A single curse. What was that? And people don't think Peter Pettigrew is powerful. What did he do? How did he do that? How did he do that? Honestly. Yeah. How did he do it? I don't even get and it. And at the same time, while he was doing that, he was also cutting off his finger, transforming back into a rat. I mean, is it that he was, um, that they're muggles and he blasted off a portion of the building and it fell on them or something you know and it, it, it something like it yeah it, it could just be like this series of explosions and but it's a single kind of 
thing. What mm-hmm. what happened there? Yeah, no, I think that is really proof that Pettigrew is pretty skilled. You know, some well, he hung out with some some skilled some fellas, and yep. and so they they knew a thing or two. Uh, and yeah. he managed to become an animagus, which is also really yeah. yeah. I know his friends helped him, but I want to give him credit. Don't whoa, <laughs> don't yell at me for that. But that he wasn't just a loser, how some people make him out to be. Right. So there you go. He hung out with the cool crowd. I mean, he yep. brings he brings the Dark Lord back to life. Okay. Yeah. Pretty big deal. It is. It's crazy. Um. So they say one of the things, the massacre in London, when they talk about this, this was November 1st, 1981. And it's November 1st. You know why it was November 1st, 1981? Because it was the day after Harry's parents were killed. October 31st, Halloween. That's when they're killed. Sorry, I just want to make that point. If, if, If it ever comes up in a trivia question, like when did Peter Pettigrew kill 12 muggles? And vanish. You said November? November 1st. First. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Just because the day after. Sorry. Just okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Trivia. Sorry. Yeah. throwing out ideas. Um, yeah, he right. killed 12 muggles with an extremely powerful explosive curse, possibly the, quote, blasting curse, uh, leading mm-hmm. to the false conviction and imprisonment of Sirius Black. So, yeah, it's one of the most infamous massacres in recent times. Yeah. Actually. It's crazy that people don't talk about this as much as they talk about the the incident of Voldemort attacking the Potters. Yeah. So some people were even saying um, that it's the Reducto curse, possibly. Could be. Just looking that up and they're saying that it's, um, which is, it could be that it hit a gas pipe or something. Mm. Um, Oh, yeah. They actually covered it up as a gas explosion for the Muggle world. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Given the extent of the damage, it created a large crater uh, enough that the that the sewer pipes were were showing, yeah, yeah. causing an explosion, killing those people. So, just just crazy, mm. crazy, crazy to think about. But yeah, so now he, he's he's there and he's learning about Sirius Black and this guy who's running around and and as you said, Cornelius Fudge is getting criticized because yeah. he went to the 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 British Prime Minister. Yeah. By the way, think of the TV show. Once we get to this point in the TV mm-hmm. show, you can show an extended clip of the current Prime Minister, whoever's elected at the time. Yes. Uh, and just have the whoever's playing Fudge meet with him. <laughs> I know that'd you be know, so cool. <laughs> cool, cool little shot of them popping out of a portrait and talking and saying, "Hey, sorry, yeah. I need you to run this uh, quick little Man, news cool. story mm-hmm. for us, if you don't mind." Yeah. But yeah, well, because muggles were killed last time. That's the thing is that he's he's crazy and mad, yeah. not just targeting witches and wizards, but is I someone think... who is going to break the statute uh-huh. of secrecy. Of liberty. <laughs> of liberty. Um, I think Fudge made the right decision, honestly. Me too. Like, I don't know. Me too. He's probably being criticized by people like Malfoy. Like, why? Oh, yeah. Why, would you, why do you even care? Who cares muggles? about them? Yeah. Right, right. Get killed. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... All right, yeah, but so and the, the I mean, but the rest of it is basically like we've got this this train this uh, train ride this <laughs> bus ride yeah um that's crazy and we learn things about the bus ride we learn things about oh actually a, a cool part right after that is when they're talking about Sirius Black I think he keeps saying um he's Stan is referring to Lord Voldemort as he who must not be named <laughs> oh I know and Harry, and Harry drops himself away yeah totally like, just drops Voldemort and and I mean my Stan's heart. <laughs> my heart yeah he's literally. Sh- like shook yeah and we get a, almost a more authentic reaction, reaction yeah, yeah from from him than we do a lot of other people right. who are around harry he's just a commoner like whoa whoa you like you can't say that name he's like looking around thinking that 
just saying the name is going to make the dark lord reappear i know and it there's they're that actually, afraid they're that scared it's actually wild that they later on use that to identify who is brave enough to say the name and then they can they have a, a trace on them right in the seventh book yeah if you say the name you are actually cursed by the way i'm going to stop calling him um you know who and okay. it's you know who so that's what, what, that's what Stan says. Oh, that's uh, what he says. Black was a big supporter, you know. And it's just, it's just, it's capital O, lowercase O. <laughs> that's so funny. And he says it multiple times. You know who. You know who. That's Get funny. your little breath. <laughs> so funny. Anyway, um, he says, yeah, what, Voldemort? And then even Stan's pimples went white, right? <laughs> Earn jerked the stealing wheel. You know, you can see the whole thing. Whole farm. Farmhouse. Jumps out of the way. Yeah, jumps out of the way. And uh, he says, you, you out of your tree? You out of your tree? What does that mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Chew say his name for. <laughs> Chew. Chew. Gesundheit. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot. You know. I forgot. Forgot. Makes sense later. Yeah. Uh, makes sense later when, when they realize that it is Harry. Ah, yeah. That's why he said his name. He's the chosen one. Man. And then they're, they're puffing their chest. They got their chest out. They're like. You know, we just wrote, that's Harry Potter. And the minister, both in the same, like, that's They're feeling something. important. Yeah. It's so funny that Harry imagines how, how they, when he first hears them talk about different things, and he's like, yeah, I can totally hear them talk. In a few days, they're going to be like, oh, did you hear about the Harry Potter guy blowing up his aunt? He was on the bus. Wasn't he yeah. earned? Yeah. And now they, you know for sure they're going to talk for days about meeting Harry Potter and the minister at the Leaky right. Cauldron. right. Um, so yeah, but I mean, Harry's worst fear becomes true when he runs right into Cornelius Fudge's arms. Yeah, at the Leaky Cauldron, and he's relieved because they probably have a task force out looking for him. One of the things we don't realize is that there is probably a group of, um, and and maybe even mm-hmm. magical law enforcement is notified. Yeah. Ors are out looking for Sirius Black. Dementors are out uh, trying to to find him. It so, seems still. It seems kind of odd that Fudge would be waiting exactly in the right place. It's almost like, did Dumbledore know somehow? Did he tip him off? Hey, maybe you want to wait at the Leaky Cauldron. Like, how did he know to wait at the Holy. Leaky Cauldron? Holy. Yeah. Did the, By did, coincidence, was he just there? Because Stan and Ernie, they were surprised to see him there, so they didn't have any contact with him. They didn't even know it was Harry, right? How did Cornelius Fudge know to wait at the Leaky Maybe it was coincidental, but... Oh. Uh. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. So I feel like maybe Dumbledore tipped him off and said But something. how just to, just to kind of, uh, one of one of the places that Harry knows is the Leaky Cauldron. I guess so. And that's that's probably what they're thinking where is Where would he go? Where would he go? Yeah. Somewhere in Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley is on or alert. Or Leaky Cauldron. Yeah. yeah. Green Gods, there's mm-hmm. probably somebody posted there waiting maybe, for him. Yeah. He's on the run. Imagine that conversation though, or those owls going back and forth or mm-hmm. or people speaking to each other in fireplaces and stuff and mm-hmm. And just explaining what's sort of going on, you know? Yeah, everything outside of this little scene that we get here, there was a tumult. Yeah, it seems calm. Yeah. It seems calm right now, but but they're it's they're in chaos. There's news articles. Yes. The Wizarding World is 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 on edge, and then he runs away from home. And yeah. so they're thinking he's safe, right? He's good. Mm-hmm. They don't realize Aunt Marge is coming over. Come right. on, right? Can't Petunia like let Dumbledore know that hey, Aunt Marge is coming over, so things might get a little crazy? No. So unfortunately, Dumbledore didn't see that coming. Uh, so Harry takes off, and yeah, they're they're now another 
thing. I would love to see the behind the scenes on that. Like me King, too. Kingsley Shacklebolt, right? Oh yeah. Is is he is he at the time not we're not there yet to where he will kind of protect the uh, be a minister? part of the yeah but, well no to be a part of the order and oh, everything okay, yeah but he's still out there doing something like what is he at his office mm-hmm. thinking about during this time uh, they say Harry Potter just ran away from home oh yeah I F- have... Fudge is going to Leaky Cauldron Gra- grab your cloak let's go yeah crazy yeah I was gonna say probably Arthur already heard about it but he is on vacation <laughs> so. oh yeah yeah. Well, yeah, they maybe him. posted somebody though over at the borough, just in case. Probably. Just in case that to is say, a good point. Yeah. Who, who does he know? Where could he go? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Those are the extended <laughs> scenes I want. I want to know, you know, more about that. Yeah. So. Oh, but Harry doesn't. He doesn't realize what's happening. But he is definitely. Suspe- it's so suspicious that Fudge would show up, and he would just say, "Oh, so it's all good. All done. No harm done. We got your." Aunt your fixed. aunt's good don't All worry fine, about it right we're good well, actually so one of the things that comes up in this is is he says um so harry breaks the rules and yeah. he's and he's not punished yeah for it really then when he asks about the permission slip to hogsmeade he's like sorry harry rules are rules but before that he says circumstances change circumstances change yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's a reason why yeah so the rules aren't really the rules unless Right, it just right? depends on the circumstances. Fore- it's already foreshadowing on what Fudge kind of does. I know, it's great. If it gets hard, he can just... Circumstances change. I'm not going to deal with Voldemort. Well, circumstances pr- change later. And so, hey, Harry, you used a, Patro- a, a Patronus yeah. charm. We're going to do a full trial here, yeah. bud. Yeah. That's the third time. That is foresha- total foreshadowing. Three, three strikes for- and you're out. Yep. I mean, hey, maybe he had a point. <laughs> so... Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. the other thing I was thinking during this chapter is that Cornelius Fudge is powerful he's yeah. a he it hold I guess so. hold the but phone what makes you what makes you think that he is a powerful wizard he's the minister that's true of magic right he's the top top dog yeah. all right yeah so you kind i actually do kind of wonder what fudge would have looked like in a fight you know what I mean? I kind of wonder if he could have taken on some of these Death Eaters. I kind of wonder, is he just more pol- is he more a politician? I know. I was going to say, why Minister does he of have Magic, to be powerful? I know. It's not I, like our president can like do martial arts or something. Hey, no, but Liz, I know. I know. I understand that. I understand that. But I just think it is. I mean, maybe they can. Clearly, yeah. he is. Whether, I just feel like he's. I, I feel like he's for sure he's smart and capable. Uh, yes. But yeah. I don't know if he's such a good combat guy yeah yeah he might not be again he <laughs> he might not be <laughs> but that's not all powerful just it's like not just okay powerful just TV. like with slughorn later on yeah. he's not someone that you would look at and think that guy can duel the dark lord but he right did. but that's he true. did and so you, you i always look for those individuals who are like maybe wouldn't be the mm-hmm. best and then they surprisingly show up and you're like i know yeah dang yeah <laughs> Yeah. Just because at this point we don't we don't know that he turns out to be a jerk later on, and we're thinking, yeah. okay, you just that's the minister of Ma- that's dad, as Ron would say, that's dad's boss. You know, you yeah. would talk about him that in that sort of uh, in that light. Um, but yeah, he's a big deal. He's quoted every. He's, he's and here he is chilling with Harry Potter. So what happens? Does he have his own guard? Does he have his own? Oh yeah, for, for sure. Know? Yeah, hundred percent. But I was trying to figure out if we know what house he was in. Fudge? Yeah, what do you think? I he seems... Slytherin, yeah, don't Yeah, he? he seems... Not... Again, not all Slytherins are bad because... Wow. Not because he turns bad, but he's just very much concerned about himself. 
very ambitious, obviously. He's the minister, so that's what I would... I mean, you would kind of expect. Well, they, they say they say sorted in Slytherin House at Hogwarts. He was? Okay, I was trying to figure that out. You, yeah. Did you find it? Okay. Heathen. Wait, parcel mouth of Gryffindor. What is this? What, what? is going on here? So Cornelius... <laughs> What? Cornelius Goblin Crusher? Am I on some... What am I on here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Look at this. I am on what's called Parcel Mouth of Gryffindor Wiki. Some That's got to be some fan-made okay, yeah. wiki. Be careful what you come across here. That is wild. So that looks like it's just made up. You're on the actual <laughs> wiki and there's no answer, yeah, right? Yeah, I am. And I'm trying to figure it out. But... I tried. <laughs> So I think that's just speculation people are saying, possibly. Um, we should actually run polls, though, over on the YouTube yes. or on Instagram just about any character who was not sorted. Like, Because a lot of times Pottermore or thewizardingworld.com, J.K. Rowling and her team have gone through and said, hey, this is this person and this is what house they're in. Yeah. Right? Um, but if it's not been done for a particular wizard, like Kingsley Shacklebolt, I think, for example... He was not, we didn't know what his house was. Right. Says, and so. Yeah, it is unknown what house he was sorted into, says the wiki. So, okay. He attended Hogwarts, but we don't know which house he was in. So it's up to your imagination. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Let's, let's, do, a, let's do a couple polls on those mm -hmm. individuals. I think it'd be fun for folks just to vote on what house they think uh, he would be in because yeah. it's, it's unknown. Unless J.K. Rowling and the team are going to say so or it's in the canon, uh, we don't know. Exactly. Yep. But yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So now he's he's at the Leaky Cauldron, which I've always loved the the Leaky Cauldron. Yeah. I think it's a really cool place to I love be. Going there. And imagine just staying there. You know, it's. I know Harry for is a couple so weeks. So excited. Harry can't believe his luck. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Everything he feared didn't turn to be turn out to be true. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, he now has two weeks. Imagine being a thirteen-year-old boy. Yeah. With all these shops with wizarding stuff and sweets and ice cream. Yeah. And you have all the money in the world and there's no one to tell you no. Well, the I'm, th <laughs> I'm thinking about like just even as an adult, two weeks left in the school year yeah. as a teacher and I'm going, yes. it's an eternity right now. You know what I mean? So I know. if you're at the Dursleys, that's a long daggone time. Uh -huh. But instead you're at, at the Leaky Cauldron where yeah. you can go to Diagon Alley, this yeah. magical place where we all want to kind of go and hang out. And so there's also... Well, let's all say that for later. There's there's theories about the leaky cauldron, and and it being a really um, important, like why is it the entry point to Diagon Alley? Yeah, and then um, is it a place where where magic is done more easily and things? So it's a there's a couple of theories if you okay, look those okay. up on Leaky Cauldron that are fun. But yeah, all in all, this chapter is actually pretty straightforward though, right? I mean, it's really just he's in trouble, sees see, sees the black dog, Sirius, um, gets into the night a uh, night bus and. Stan is ridiculous. Yeah. It's his accent. It's when you listen to the audiobook, it's so good. Yeah. And it's so fun if you have a chance to do that because uh it's just done so well, you know. And he's just he's a character. I love when he when when Tom leads him to his room that Hedwig is waiting there. Yeah, that was great. For him. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. That's again, owls have also special magic that they can know where, yeah. where they find Sirius later on. Yeah, I was gonna say they you only write the name on there and they know where to go. Right. They must have some navigation system that's magical that can draw you to the person, not to the place. That's yeah. why you don't address it to the... Well, I guess the, the Hogwarts letters are addressed. 
But most of the time, you just write the name on it. So, I mean, knowing where to go or knowing what to do, an owl just sort of either, can it read the name or does it just know the, (laughs) (laughs) can it read? Holy. Uh, Yeah, um, I think so. It probably, but Or the act of writing activates the magic in uh the owl. Okay. And it just knows. Yeah. Whatever this bit of magic is, though, I feel like there's a lot of couples out there that wish they had... (laughs) They wish they had this sort of like, I wish she would just know what I wanted <laughs> or where we were going to, you know, what, what I meant. You know? Yes, saying. I didn't say it that way, but yeah. you knew what I was intent. I intended it to go here or to do this. <laughs> what are you inferring? Yeah. No, I just meant in general couples, <laughs> know. you know, yeah, just a very general vague statement. Yeah. So anyway, fun chapter, though, the night bus. We're going to continue the conversation later with more on... Um, just why it's necessary, a couple little theories, a couple little tidbits about it, and yeah, it's history, really. Would you like to travel once with a night bus on the night bus? A- absolutely, I would. Me too. I, t- I-, I would. To be honest to. with you, after you guys hear the Harry Potter hangout theory, you're going to understand that Ez probably was a frequent traveler on the <laughs> night bus. Like, my God. If you co- hey, if you come to the hangout, you will know, yep, Ez had his own night bus in college <laughs> traveled he was the night bus. i was the night actually i was <laughs> I the conductor from your, from your story you're right yes from my stories i was the conductor of that night bus so <laughs> puts me in a better light this is great oh <laughs> uh, yeah so okay anything else though i think we're we're good right anything uh, i think we're ready for some pizza oh yeah we are let's go let's go Going over to dad's getting some pizza. So guys, get yourself a pizza. Get yourself something nice, yummy to eat. Yes. Come on. Uh, I know that night bus ride makes us a little bit nauseous, but still. Let's move on. Settle into the leaky cauldron. Get I you mean, some Get you some soup. Pizza is great hangover food. True. True. And I mean, cold pizza, yes. Or spaghetti and meatballs. Wow. There is something about that because or there's... Or duna. Or duna, which I've not had yet. Can you believe that? It's like the, that's actually the perfect. Hangover. I can't believe Sorry. I haven't had that yet, which is nuts. But yeah, there's uh in, in Columbus, there's it's called like late night slice. Okay. And it's just a pizza place. It's only open at night. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. And it's like, for that yeah. very reason. Yeah. So it's just like you rode the night bus <laughs> and you're taking it over to the pizza shop and yep. okay, make sure you get Stan a slice while you're at it. I know. Right. And off you go. So wouldn't you love to just hang out with Stan and Ernie for one night and just absolutely see what doing? And where are they going? They see Everything. So many different places. Yes. Where do they take their break? I don't know. Somewhere at Loch Ness. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's. It's. I, see, we're the nut jobs that love to think about that kind of stuff. Yes, we'll can, we do. We'll probably continue the uh, after the after the mics are turned off here. Like, yeah. Where do they go? Yeah. What do they do? I don't know. Yeah. What if they want to take a vacation? Who steps in for a Stan or Ernie? Yeah. Who's their substitute? Are there other night buses? There's just the one. Yeah. There's just the one. So we'll talk well, about that in the theory because I have okay. I have an idea. All right. All right. Uh, yay, friends. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you guys. Do seriously, though, consider coming to if you want to sign up even this week or whatever and come over. You want to meet uh, us and hang out and chat, chat some Potter, chat some Star Wars, mm-hmm. bring your spotchka, bring your butterbeer and hang out. We'd love to have you. It'd be a fun time. So. Uh, look forward to that. Links down in the description for the Patreon there. So thank you for tuning in to Shell Cottage Radio 94.7 COZY. We hope you'll join us in the future. We do thoroughly enjoy meeting new positive Potter people. They don't behave like babbling, bumbling bands of baboons. Baboons. 
And if you don't want to miss out on the next episode, then be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Subscribing does really help. So if you're listening, and you're not subscribed. Uh, we would highly encourage you you to do that. That would be great for us. So thank you. Um, and also leave us that review and follow over on social media at Fleur and Bill. If you truly enjoy our content, consider supporting our growing wizarding family on Patreon or Apple Premium. You will find all the links down below as my wonderful co-host already mentioned. Don't forget to give us that review on Apple. That will enter you into the giveaway and we can't wait to give away some really cool prizes to you thank you so much to all our current patrons we appreciate you to luna and back on our next reread episode we will continue our journey through harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban with chapter four four is my favorite number the leaky cauldron so make sure to tune back in next time and until then have a great rest of your week thanks for joining us in our shell cottage today you know it's not much but it's all A conductor in a purple uniform greets Harry and introduces himself as Stan... Stan Shantbike. Hawks. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.